What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be discussing Christian Post arguing that having female pastors is theologically conservative, that you can be a theologically conservative church and have a female pastor. We're going to be discussing why that is impossible. And they wrote two listicles to this effect. You know, those articles that have the pages that you have to click on each page to read it all, which no one likes, by the way. There's not a single person that likes those types of articles, but websites still do that. And Christian Post is one of them for some reason, but I digress. So they wrote two of those listicle things like their BuzzFeed and describing and detailing 10 denominations that are supposedly theologically conservative that have female pastors. We're going to be going through those denominations and kind of discussing them. But the point that I want to make is this. Once you have female pastors, you cross the line into theological liberalism. Now, that doesn't mean that you have transvestite pastors already, but you've already crossed that line. You're going down the slippery slope to that end. So we're going to be discussing the examples that they have but first, I want to let you know, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. You can support us over at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. This is our Patreon-like system that you know keeps the lights on and all this other stuff. And you can support us over at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. Otherwise, like this video, subscribe to the channel, to the podcast if you are new. And you can also sign up for that free Evangelical Dark Web newsletter that gives you Christian news in your inbox each and every day. Now, I go after Christian Post a lot, and one of the reasons is that they are they could be so much better than what they are. I, I want to see them get better. Like they have a lot of based writers, and then they have a lot of liberal writers. So they kind of want to platform both the liberals and the orthodox in Christianity, and I don't like that. So that's one of the reasons why I go after them a little bit more uh, than other discernment ministries, for sure. So I wrote this article, uh, Christian Post claims that female pastors are theologically conservative. So again, they wrote two listicles to this end, naming 
10 supposedly conservative denominations. And this is a result of the Southern Baptist Convention uh, having a strong posture against uh, female pastors. They took a strong posture. They didn't take a strong stand, but they did take a strong posture. They can solidify that stand next year, and hopefully they, they do, but this isn't about the Southern Baptist Convention. So this is the article that I wrote, and the first uh, church and theological camp, really, that I want to talk about is Anglicanism. The first, uh, in the first listicle that they wrote, they list the Anglican Church of North America, the ACNA, uh, which recognizes this issue uh, in, you know, between the different dioceses. So they've made it a regional issue, kind of like slavery in, in the United States. They made it a regional issue, which you know, doesn't make this the best example of theological conservatism because the Anglican Church is a very global institution, but they have several little camps, you could call them denominations, but they have several different uh, organizations that work together in the same communion. So there's the Anglican Communion and a bunch of Anglican denominations within that communion, If uh, to put it in very layman's terms here. And the very liberal uh, Anglican churches all have female pastors. Now, the ACNA takes a very is a more conservative organization than than say the Episcopalian Church or the Church of England, which is debating how to bless same sex unions. That's the current debate going on at the Church of England, which is the or was the first among equals among in the Anglo sphere. Now. Globally, and we've talked about this in the past when we had the other Paul on for a live stream on the Anglican Church. Globally, the Anglican denominations that don't allow female pastors are the bulwark, the lone bulwark, since that's a very uh, loaded phrase these days, against the moral insanity of theological liberalism and Anglicanism. These things are heavily correlated. Now, the ACNA makes it a regional issue. They, the diocese can have their own determinations. But that just means that there's some conservative diocese and some liberal diocese. That's what they've done with their denomination. So it's, the Anglican moral cowardice on this issue is probably the biggest weakness with Anglicanism. That's my personal opinion. But it's not something to look, for, look to and say, that's conservative. It's not. It's their weakness. It's the, it's the denomination's weakness. So, uh, Pentecostalism is the next thing I want to talk about. I'll zoom in a little bit. So, they list uh, a couple Pentecostal denominations. One of them's Foursquare. And Foursquare is probably the most woke. Uh, they're, they're definitely one of the most woke denominations. And you probably best know Foursquare as the church that Forrest Gump went to. That's a fun fact about that movie. Yet among charismatic churches, Foursquare is among the most woke. They're definitely one of the most woke charismatic denominations in the United States. Uh, Assemblies of God is also on the list of 10 denominations. Uh, this is a denomination largely absent on hot button issues. They are historically on a trajectory towards losing their distinctives, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. This is just something that's happened with a lot of denominations that formed in the 1800s. They're losing their distinctives. Like even the uh, 
Seventh-day Adventists are kind of becoming normies now, normie evangelicals now. They didn't always start out that way, or the Campbellites, and a lot of these different uh, denominations that formed the 1800s and the Second Great Awakening, kind of becoming, you know, mainstream in a way, not main, not necessarily mainline, but mainstream in a way. Assemblies of God is no exception to this, as they're becoming evangelicals with tongues. Um, nevertheless, it's difficult to ignore their historic associations with the prosperity gospel uh, to the Assemblies of God. You know, Jim Baker, does that name ring a bell? Uh, he was Assemblies of God. Uh, so, a lot of problems with that denomination. It's not like it's the worst denomination in the world, but it's interesting to note that charismatic denominations are actually a great case study for the opposite of what the Christian Post is claiming here. The most theologically conservative charismatic churches and denominations do not have female pastors, such as Calvary Chapel. Again, I don't dislike Calvary Chapel. I, I think they're probably the best charismatic denomination in the United States. That's just my opinion. Uh, pastors like Kerry Gordon, who's not... Uh, Calvary Chapel. He's the guy behind uh, Enemies Within the Church. He was a preacher in that movie. Jack Hibbs, he's Calvary Chapel. And even Mark Driscoll, for what it's worth, they're all outspoken on the pressing issues in our culture today, yet none of them, and this is not a coincidence, none of them allow female pastors. That's not a coincidence. Yet, who among the Assemblies of God really fits that bill? Who Who's on outspoken on a lot of these cultural issues? I don't think any, I don't know of any that are, but that that's kind of the issue. And I'm pretty informed on Christian news, at least in a, in a lot of different areas. So with that said, let's talk about the Methodist camp. Now, Pentecostalism is derived from Methodism, just historically speaking, because Methodists kind of opened the door to a lot of charismatic teachings and practices. That's just... You know, that's historically true. Um, and four of the ten denominations listed by Christian Post are Methodist. Uh, the Church of the Nazarene, I count as Methodist, Free Methodist, Wesleyan, and the New Global Methodist Church. All of them practice the female ordination according to the historic Methodist teaching. Yet, the Methodist Church is a textbook example on how female ordination leads to the exceptions of homosexuality. The Global Methodist Church was formed from the divorce of the United Methodist Church in 2022, not because the UMC embraced homosexuality. They did that a long time ago. Like, the, you got to realize that the UMC embraced homosexuality, like, they kind of went soft on the issue in, like, the 1970s. That's a long time ago, especially on this issue. That would make them among the first to go woke on this issue. What broke the UMC was the ordination of homosexual and transvestite pastors. That's what broke the UMC. Now, the fault, the you know, acceptance of homosexuality is a major contributing factor to it. The churches that split away did so because they're rejecting homosexuality and the historic teachings of the UMC on that issue. Hopefully. Hopefully. But it was ordination that was the issue that broke them. And you'll notice that that's kind of what where that's kind of the straw that breaks a lot of camels backs when it comes to these liberal, historically liberal denominations. We're going to talk about the PCUSA in a second when we get to the Presbyterians. So 
Um, What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. With that said, separating over obvious heresy is hardly a division that causes one side to become theologically conservative by an objective standard as opposed to a relative standard. It's also worth noting that liberals have split from the United Methodist because they weren't liberal enough. I've covered this in the past. I think the denomination was called the LMX. They folded because they couldn't agree on how to hate God enough. So... This doesn't make the UMC conservative because people split from that denomination to go even more liberal. So I hope that logic makes sense. Now, the Wesleyans are lauded in the Christian Post article for championing women's suffrage in the 1800s. This was a liberal position at the time, and it remains an entrenched liberalism to this day. The 19th Amendment would be among the slate of progressive amendments that the 16th through the 19th Amendments to the U.S. Constitution that irrevocably set the United States on a liberal trajectory. Like, again, the Democrats couldn't win a national election without the 19th Amendment. Uh, And obviously, the 17th Amendment and the 16th Amendment are major uh, leftward shifts in the United States as far as our economy and our uh, United States Senate goes. So those were liberal at the time. They're still liberal today. And I just want to make that point. And so let's talk about the Presbyterians because there's a lot of commonality uh, between the Presbyterians and the Methodist. So two denominations were listed that were Presbyterian. ECO, which is the Covenant Order of Evangelical Presbyterians. Uh, their acronym doesn't make sense because they've renamed their organization, but they, they kept ECO as the acronym, by the way. And the Evangelical Presbyterian Church. Again, churches that left the PCA, PCUSA late don't automatically co- become conservative. And that's referring to the ECO, by the way. The EPC is a very woke denomination. That was very easy to find, by the way, how woke they are. So EPC, very woke. Foursquare, also pretty woke. Uh, And last on the list, covering our 10th church denomination, denomination is the Christian Missionary Alliance, which has some Methodist uh, roots, but is kind of separate enough to be in its own category. Uh, This denomination allows women to function as pastors without the title, just like the Southern Baptist Convention. Just to throw a dig at them. Uh, not the best example to make a point that female pastors is theologically conservative. So it's not the best because they're not above board about it. So uh, getting to my point, my thesis is that theological liberalism is a sliding scale, much like other doctrines like federal vision or theonomy. Like these terms have different meanings to different people because it's a sliding scale of Uh, of a belief system so you can have some tenets of say federal vision but not go full you know on a scale of one to ten you can call yourself a federal visionist if you're say a three out of ten but you're not a ten out of ten if that makes sense same thing with theonomy you don't embrace every uh teaching of rush dooney or whatever but you still embrace or 
you still embrace certain premises of theonomy. I'm not any of those things, by the way. I don't think theonomy actually encompasses my political beliefs. Uh, it doesn't capture it well enough. Uh, so, you know, just because a denomination is not as liberal as it could be does not mean that it's not theologically, does not mean it's theologically conservative. It's theologically liberal, just not as liberal as it could be. So, 1 Timothy 2, verses 11 through 15, I'm going to read the Nazib 95. A woman must quietly receive instruction with entire submissiveness, but I do not allow a woman to teach or exercise authority over a man, but to remain quiet. For it is, it was Adam who was first created and then Eve, and it was not Adam who was deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into transgression. But women will be pers preserved through their bearing of children if they continue in faith and love and sanctity with self-restraint. So that's 1 Timothy 2, 11 through 15. Female pastors is automatically not theologically conservative as it rejects as it is a rejection of the Bible's authority as the Bible speaks most plainly on this issue in 1 Timothy 2. Not appealing to culture, but appealing to creation. When we reject this, our claims of the, on the authority of Scripture ring hollow. And my last thought, and this is where we need to show some grace to those who come up in traditions that are not theologically conservative, but otherwise they have the Holy Spirit indwelt in them. This is not apostasy on their part, as it would be a sign of deconstruction for someone to leave a theologically conservative denomination to join a liberal denomination by conviction. And by conviction, I'm meaning not by convenience, uh, if that makes sense. You, you know, someone has no other church options, so they go to this church that has a remnant of Christians in it. That's a Methodist church, for instance. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the people that are, you know, Christian celebrities, say like a Beth Moore, or... You know, say the people that leave the Southern Baptist Convention to go to a liberal denomination. I'm talking about those people. Those people are deconstructing. But the person that's, you know, grew up Methodist but is otherwise a Christian. Yeah, I'm not talking about those people. We need to have grace for those people who grow up in bad traditions or faulty traditions. So that's where I want to end. Again, I'm not. Uh, I, I don't want to uh, create divisions where none is needed, but we need to recognize what is the line of theological conservatism. And I think female pastors is the line. Everything else is just an extension of the same issue, the authority of Scripture, the inerrancy of Scripture. It's all the same issue, which just manifests itself in different ways. Female pastors is the first way, I would argue, that it manifested itself in. Especially as the rise of modernism captured the church and fought the church. So, those are my thoughts on this issue. My name is Ray. This is the Evangelical Dark Web. Let me know what you think about what I think. You know, Feel free to throw some shade at me and correct me on some of these uh, denominations that I gave a very high-level view on. Uh, and give me some more details. I'm happy to learn more about these things. 
But anyway, have a blessed day. I will catch you on the next one. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.